Yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, Eric? What's up, Breadheads? Welcome to another episode of Stink Fresh. Uh, T-Dog, how you doing, buddy? It's been um, a long week. <laughs> I'm so tired. as long as my foot long. Damn it. This guy's foot long is long and girthy. Uh, mm-hmm. It has been a long week. I am exhausted right now. I, we, Eric and I had a little activation last night. We'll get into it a little bit, but just my entire week mm-hmm. has been a roller coaster of no sleep, Eric. Mm-hmm. So apologies if I'm. This episode is a snooze fest for you, because mm-hmm. that's how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like um, just like Playboy Cardi, I want no no sleep. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's cool. Um, yeah, I feel hungover. Like, we didn't drink very much. But we got back at 4 a.m. last night, and it kind of took a toll on my body. I, there was a lot of, like, uh, throat. <laughs> a lot of throating. And not in, <laughs> it was not, not in a good way. You know what I mean? There's a lot of mm-hmm. talking, laughing, smoking. And no drinking of water. So that's why my throat is probably coming off today is parched. And um, yeah, how do you how do you feel today, Ty? Are you feeling the same way? You sound pretty normal. I'm coming back. I have really been medicating with sparkling water all day. But my throat mm-hmm. was so scratchy from laughing and talking so much last night. But also mm-hmm. the complete lack of fluid just dried out the whole esophagus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a dust coming say the pussy in her esophagus and now she's claiming that i bruised her esophagus <laughs> yeah yeah anyways my, my throat feels like a sarcophagus right now but but um <laughs> it's not any worse than after i dummy a foot long at the way because like that scratchy mm. herb and cheese coming down mm. the coming down the throat no no fruitopia to wash it down mm-hmm. that dusty musty crusty rusty foot long tie is scraping up everything up in there and yeah. i feel for you it's kind of like I, when um you know too much teeth is being used or something like that oh totally or like i always whenever i eat a really dry foot long not enough sauce i'm reminded of like a scene in when in master of none when aziza zari tries to drive the fiat 500 down the really tiny italian street and he's like scraping the mm-hmm. the vehicle against the brick walls mm-hmm. I remember that scene, and then he says something like, oh, I can't fit in this alleyway. Excuse me, I can't fit. This car is too small. <laughs> that was a very bad Aziz Azar impression. He's a lot more chirpy than that. <laughs> He's like, oh. what do you mean I can't get through here? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he does sound like a little, little chirp, chirper. Yeah. So, I mean, that's better than this. <laughs> It's better than the cab drivers that we have here, Ty, because mm-hmm. they're always just whispering to their wife in Bangladesh. You know, <laughs> like they they have like one wired headphone because the battery never dies, and so they have mm-hmm. they're able to just drive with that for eight hours straight. And they have it like hooked around their chin, so they just whisper really, really quietly into the microphone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know how they could talk to their wife for that many hours a day. Like, don't they have yeah. ADHD or anything? Like, that's yeah. so much commitment and focus. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know, man, because I'm telling them, hey, can you turn left here? Like, why are you going straight? Is that why they take the wrong turn? I always assumed they were trying to scan me, but maybe they're just busy arguing with their wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> you said turn left. She said, you're, you, 
I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she's saying I'm right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna left you. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, it's not good. I feel bad for our taxi drivers, man. They gotta, you know, they gotta hop in the autopilot Tessie, um, and just you know cruise on over to the destination. You know, I feel bad for the good soldiers behind the cab wheel as well, Eric. As someone who spent over seven hours yesterday driving a vehicle with you in the passenger seat, I can't, I can't fathom how annoying it would be to have you as a cab driver. Driver, Eric yeah. is uh, doesn't stop neurotically looking at his cell phone. He's constantly concerned about a crash. Mm-hmm. I'm always checking the Google Map destination. Because uh, I'm making sure that we're getting there on time, which kind of mm-hmm. like brings me to our activation tie. We went over to Seattle last mm-hmm. night, Ty and I, and uh, friend of the pod, Patrick. Um, mm-hmm. We drove Shout down. Shout out, Patrick. Um, new pod coming soon. Last night, we left work a little early, dipped from our holiday activation. Um, drove straight down and I was kind of stressing out I had you know the destination plugged into the iPhone 13 Pro Max and it was saying three and a half hours Mm -hmm. which was not very good for any kind of like wine and dine activation that night because we're gonna get there kind of late and we had to we actually had hit some rush hour traffic here in Vancouver but due to your expert navigation skills and driving Mm -hmm. skills we were able to navigate that obstacle you know, cross a few double yellow lines and end up where we need to go. Mm-hmm. I am so good at ripping down pedestrian-friendly suburban neighborhoods. Speed bumps, roundabouts, doesn't matter. I will fly through them. Cat runs out. I break. Child runs out. I might break. Either way, I'm getting there ASAP. Uh, I think like Eric, I think you didn't set yourself up for success on that journey. You had far too great of an expectation of how fast we would drive and also you didn't fuel yourself properly. The only thing you brought was two brownies <laughs> and they, they weren't even weed brownies. They were free spirited. They were free spirited brownies, sober brownies. Um, sober brownies. What, what are the, yeah, non-alcoholic, non, yeah. They, didn't, they weren't going to get me zooted or nothing like that, which I kind of regret. Yeah, um, we needed a little zoot in that car. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We did drive. If we weren't in a rush time, we would have stopped probably countless times because we drove by like 80 plus subways. Actually, Mm -hmm. probably way more. Think about how many like businesses are between here and Seattle. There's probably thousands of businesses and the chance of there being thousands of subways as well is pretty high. I would think so. Uh, based off of my limited understanding of Washington from the I-5 between Bellingham and Seattle, the homogeneity of America is just absurd. It is absurd. So I'd imagine that every exit has a subway, which is crazy. There's so many exits in the United States and every single one has a subway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every single one probably has a subway and there are just like... It's like drive through primary, you know what I mean? It's like most businesses are optimized for a large vehicle to be parked mm-hmm. in front of or to drive through. And subways are perfect for that because they always offer a lot of space for you to dump your fat dump truck in front and then mm-hmm. waltz right inside for a sandwich. Yeah, based on my observations of the most like 
how there's a subway at every exit, I would actually nominate the company to change their name to Highway. Highway, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freeway. <laughs> Freeway. Yeah, there's got to be like a subway pop-up experience um, where they can give out, you know, kind of how, like how Evo gives out free minutes. Like mm-hmm. subway can give out free inches. And it's like, you call it freeway. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're bringing back the baker's inch, you know? Get, a full, <laughs> get an extra extra inch on there. Mm-hmm. Little did we know the baker's dozen was actually referring to a single loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a dozen inches. Wow. Um, anyways, Ty, these, these parking lot uh, designed, it's designed around the parking lot, really. Um, but I noticed that there's a lot of, like, big, old gas stations that offer space for like a semi so like you pull up all 18 wheels and you're able to hop out get dinner and then i guess you go to bed in the truck um and then i'm assuming kai that's where the lot lizards kind of kind of start mm. <laughs> hopping on the prowl yeah Do some you... of those <laughs> dude some of those stations are sus when you're like filling up the petrol you got the the lot lizards living them out. We went to a couple spots to fill up on gas and Newports. Mm-hmm. And um, there were a lot of weird characters. I had like the first stop where we have to go, we have to piss like really badly, all three of us. And I didn't even like want to go inside because, or leave the car. Like I was kind of like, we were all taking shifts, like watching the car. <laughs> um, it was like, it was unspoken, but that's definitely what happened. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of people just kind of moseying around and uh, it was not nice, but I'm curious about the law wizards, Ty. Like I learned this term last night. It's, mm-hmm. and for those who don't know, it's um, women of the night who frequent like parking lots mm-hmm. and I guess their core tar- target demographic is truck drivers. Like mm-hmm. they might have a persona somewhere in their back pocket. It's like Hank, <laughs> like, <laughs> like drives manual on his free time, but his nine to five is driving eighteen wheels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's every interest, every industry specializes, so it doesn't seem absurd for this one the prostitution industry to have like niches like escorting mm-hmm. is kind of a niche as well you know mm-hmm. so it's kind of a niche it's like high-end clientele and then this is probably the other end of that spectrum it's like the the truck industry you know what i mean it's like these half these guys legs don't work and therefore they have to be on the bottom oh definitely they're not climbing on top of anything <laughs> And I think, but I think as a lot lizard, you learn those types of things and you learn how to work with this particular persona type. Like you probably have a, like, if, if you can speak the vernacular of uh, trucking, then you could potentially introduce really thematic foreplay. <laughs> That's really funny. You probably get a big fat tip for, for introducing some kind of real like foreplay uh thing you know what i mean like to go hey baby like let me help you fill up let me help you fill up <laughs> just leave, leave that, that. <laughs> yeah it's like wow you got a big truck down there yeah exactly it's like i heard you got a nice hydraulic pump mm-hmm. let's ride this dragon wagon <laughs> <laughs> 
exactly. If you see the the Tesla Cybertruck that are rocking, don't come and knocking. <laughs> Damn. So yeah, I was sussed out by every gas station we visited, but thankfully we made it to downtown Seattle. Thankfully we made it to the land of Christmas trees on the street by Union Lake Station. Nary a homeless man in sight. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot like Vancouver, needles going into arms, you know, very visible. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing we did, Ty, was we went to a live show. And mm. this was for, you know, in support of previous guest, Think Fresh alumni, esteemed colleague, Them Jeans, um, his podcast, How Long Gone was performing that night no we were not opening <laughs> um but you know that is something that we will be considering in the future as you know our platforms both grow let's just say that yeah it was really nice uh hanging out with jason and uh, like it was really nice to see his uh assistant chris black as well um but uh we did entertain the idea with him after the show about potentially opening in future future live podcasts Going to see a live podcast is a hilarious way to spend an evening. Uh, yeah. We obviously do it because we need to support our industry, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend it for other people unless you really like the podcaster. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was uh, it was a good time though. You know, if anything, it inspired me and inspired the future of our podcast. You know, because it it just lets you know the level of professionalism professionalism that people are operating on, like. The fact that their live show sounded as good as any recording, like you would expect mm-hmm. there to be like some stumbles because there's no editing. It's just like off, off dome, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it sounded just as good, honestly. I was pretty impressed, even though it was like very lo-fi production. Like it was just simple and to the point, which I kind of appreciated. Mm-hmm. Just two guys, two stools, two microphones and a fog machine. That's all you need to make a show in 2022. Yeah, yeah it reminds me of some of my best nights at the store. <laughs> Which store? Comedy store. <laughs> oh, I see. Cool. That's what, uh, that's what like washed up comedians always refer to as like, ah, my good old days at the store. And it's like right. just me and a stool and a bottle of water. <laughs> Open mic night. Yeah. Exactly. Damn. It's crazy though. The live podcast really is just an open mic night for yourself to improvise. Yeah. And incredible stamina and quick wit to be able to do that for 45 minutes in front of a, a live audience. Mm-hmm. it was and it was really interesting to explain that to any kind of border security as well um, mm-hmm. we almost got asked to step out of the vehicle on numerous occasions uh, thankfully Ty you know uh, used his magic and got us out of that sticky situation so yeah. thank you again if by magic you mean being a white male you are absolutely right we, we no one got their anus search no one was asked to bend over the front of the car um Mm -hmm. yeah being a white male is magical i don't know i don't see the joke in that (laughs) i'm just just agreeing and yeah it it worked out for us so thank god wild um magic does exist uh truly does but it is like it does feel like a admittance of like some sort of like beta male energy to like have to tell a border a man with a gun that you're going to a, watch a podcast mm-hmm. both times we crossed they said why <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to say 
oh we we like it or something like <laughs> like what the fuck do how do you respond to that it's like we fucking like it you cock like fuck off yeah why else yeah it's that's okay here are two men talk to me like mm-hmm. <laughs> or not not even to me just to each other <laughs> yeah. it's kind of voyeuristic <laughs> i just want to be present in the room <laughs> exactly i want to be in the room while they like create content that they would normally create Mm, the typical Eric threesome situation. <laughs> I'm being, I'm being, is going to a podcast the same as like being cuck? Kind of. It's a, it's a pod cuck. Wow. Yeah. You're just in the room watching someone do what you want to do. Yeah. Like, I'm so inspired. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Get me is the mic. All... I'm hot right now. Get me the mic. Exactly. I'm getting bricked up just listening, but I can't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, yeah, it was a fun night. Um, got about the boys vodka Red Bulls because we need mm. to drive back. So that was the only drink. That I appreciate that. that fuel, Eric, because like we didn't have any lean to sip at 3 a.m. <laughs> driving down the highway. So that was the closest we got. Yeah, I know. Lean would have done the trick for us, but we had to settle for... Um, vodka and red mm-hmm. bull um but you know what's something we didn't settle for ty that was the food activation after the show yeah we dude, that spent... restaurant was whack as hell are you kidding me <laughs> that restaurant was sick dude i mean it was whack but it was like perfect also yeah it was exactly what we needed to end <laughs> yeah. cap the evening mm-hmm. we spent a good hour thinking and walking around trying to figure out what to eat um Nothing turns out nothing's open in Seattle past 10. Mm-hmm. Not serves, even Subway. Yeah, that serves any kind of decent food. And we were looking to overpay, which is kind mm-hmm. of a like a like a miss for most businesses. It's like there's a group of people that want to overpay at night and you're not even letting them. Yeah, I learned a new trick from you actually, Eric, on Google Maps that I've never thought about for finding <laughs> a good restaurant in a in a city. Like mm-hmm. he just opens Google Maps hits open now as the filter and then changes his price to just exclusively for price tag. And then only like two pins open up and he's like, I found a spot. It's so simple and brilliant. That's right. I use the filtering tools to my advantage and it is simple because you immediately remove everything that's closed. Obviously those don't work. Mm -hmm. Everything that's like three stars or $3 signs and below. It's like there's an opportunity for it to be bad. Mm, it but if it's expensive, it wouldn't exist. You can't have something that's expensive and bad. Yeah, totally. Because if it was bad, it would either be out of business or cheaper now. Exactly. So, yeah, you're right. We ended up at this random... We actually went to this, like, Spanish... <laughs> the description is pretty funny. It's, like, um, like some dimly lit bar serving small Spanish plates mm-hmm. with immaculate vibes or something like that. I just remember, like... Uh, that was the description. I was like, sold. And then we went and it was, they were closing out. So the nice young woman working there recommended us to another place just down the street uh, called Bait Shop. And I heard Bait Shop. I don't, I was I heard lost. Bait Shop as well. So I was Googling Bait Shop. Nothing came, was coming up. And I was like, I thought we were getting bullied. <laughs> and uh, it turns out it was Bait Shop. And I didn't realize at the time, but we're, it's literally Bait it's like a fish restaurant and it was like all just like fried fish <laughs> yeah it was pretty whack like 
where not just the tuna, all fish. It and it had like this like we walk in this place, bait shop, and it had like a not clearly had a nautical fishing theme to it. There was like fish on the walls and uh, like a big ass anchor in the room, and, mm-hmm. and all of the wood and the tables kind of felt like they were taken from like Captain Cook's ship itself. Mm-hmm. But then they had an additional layer of theming on top of that, which was uh, like they were overindulging in holiday spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were going really hard with holiday spirit and not just Christian holidays, but they had some Hanukkah decoration as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to Yeah. Yeah, uh, shout out to our, our JM, <laughs> our JM <laughs> listeners. Um, yeah, Ty, what did you order? Fish filet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, you teed yourself up to that. Uh, we, we, we dabbled in some nachos, and I got in some tacos. They were black bean flavored. Um, I always craved the bean. Uh, we also ordered, we all got the same cocktail. It was called Kissing Booth. <laughs> which was so cool because we were all sitting in a booth together looking at each other like <laughs> this is three so men funny. drinking kissing booths in the booth together yeah. and then our waiter who's like very gay is like how's it going over here boys <laughs> and we're like fuck pretty good <laughs> and every time that guy looked at me i felt like he could see the back of my skull like it was such yeah, a piercing intensity mm-hmm. like yeah, i'm so used up. to my my server being like disengaged they're like she's toasted and they're like looking at like the ceiling right mm-hmm. and so this was this was new to me yeah dude, this was new to me as well he i think he was picking up on a little bit of like fake toxic masculinity they were trying to project mm-hmm. we were overcompensating for kind of the environment that we were in and um it's like, a defense just, mechanism yeah, just so everyone knows, we're in Capitol Hill. <laughs> this is the mm-hmm. kind of place that has rainbow sidewalks or rainbow mm-hmm. crosswalks. And um, I guess we were probably like putting on a little bit, which which is uh, unconscious bias. So I'll just, I'll be the first to admit. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because our waiter just made me feel so comfortable and taken care of. And I really appreciated that. Me too. So shout out to the good service at Beach Shop. Uh, one weird thing with that place, Eric, was all of the Christmas decorations, which imagine a restaurant with like so many Christmas decorations in it and then triple the amount of decorations. That was this place. Yeah, this place was fucking lit, bro. It had like literally it was lit with Christmas lights, um, candles, all kinds of lighting that was all connected to a single like control room. And I'm mm-hmm. curious like how they set this up, but every hour I, the light show was something to be seen. Yeah, and, dude, I felt like I was a fucking rainforest cafe because every hour it would enter Christmas mode. Mm-hmm. Every hour the lights would turn off and it would be pitch black and then all of a sudden only the Christmas lights would come on and they would just like flicker and they would play some like Irish music and like it would just go fucking hard for like an hour, every hour for like a couple of minutes and it mm-hmm. was just like so funny because the first time you're kind of excited and we were clearly the most excited people in there the first time it happened. But then by the second time, you're like, okay, <laughs> like, I don't care about this at all. But then mm-hmm. there's a new table who just sat down who was like, oh my God, what's going on? And they're filming. That was yeah. us like an hour ago. <laughs> but now we're, don't give a fuck. Yeah, the life cycle of interest in that is pretty interesting. 
Yeah. You can see who's been there for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who the regulars are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But overall, Eric, pretty good activation. You had a, a fish burger. Um, it had a pretty big slab of cod in there. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Honestly, enjoyed the hell out of it. Had some special aardvark sauce as well. Nice. Um, some fries. And we showed a bit of nachos. And then... That was basically our nighttime. After that, we were free, much like Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. Overall, and, and it Gunna. was... Dude, Gunna walks free, Tory Lanez walks free. I am also a free man. Yeah, um, we don't know if Tory's free yet, Ty, but it's looking like that. It's going to be that way. <laughs> so, who are we pinning this shit on? Is this going to that, <laughs> that girl, Kelsey? Kelly? I think so, man. Yeah, Kelsey, uh, I think it's on all on her. Um, mm-hmm. she pleaded the fifth and I think that's that says it all she was asked some very incriminating questions uh, whether or not you know she saw Tori shoot Megan mm-hmm. um, things like that she pled the fifth which means if you plead the fifth that means you're like protecting yourself from being incriminated mm-hmm. um, and so yeah fair enough probably Dude, wasn't Tori in that case yeah nothing more incriminating than pleading the fifth <laughs> exactly it's like i choose to not snitch on myself basically is what mm-hmm. you're which is like more respectable than what gunna did you think gunna uh, snitched I, I don't know i'm seeing a lot of memes that he did so i'm just perpetuating the rumors but i can respect that <laughs> I, I i feel like it's like kind of funny because trying to like he's like try to clarify to the judges is like no i want a free ysl the label not the gang <laughs> mm. that's kind of cool to acknowledge it as a gang as well because yeah. all the social media like woke people were like ysl is not a gang mm-hmm. <laughs> gunna's like it's a gang <laughs> <laughs> no it's a yeah. gang it's a gang so that was kind of lit <laughs> But yeah, man, Happy Gunna's free. We get some good music again, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, he yeah. was really the one of that situation. Dude, he caught the W there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's all up to Big Jeffrey. Yeah. You gotta get Jeffrey out of there. Yeah. Jeffrey. So do you, after all this time, do you think that Megan lied about the shots? I kind of don't, I don't know that Megan lied. I think Megan was a little bit disoriented. When someone's like shooting a gun at you, you're not really putting a face to the 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 bullets, you know? Like you got mm-hmm. bigger things on your mind than that. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to die. Yeah, the only name you're putting to the face is Smith and Wesson. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I am going to give Megan the benefit of the doubt with anything she said thus far about who <laughs> she thinks shot her. Yeah, that's true. It probably wasn't even intentional. And maybe the person who's to blame for all this is, in fact, Kylie Jenner. I mean, she kicked them out of the party. She probably ruffled some feathers, mm-hmm. um, got her, got the stallion's ponytail in a, in a knot. I don't know. Totally. She was perpetuating a culture of exclusion, Eric. And that makes, that gets people down bad. It does, dude. It really, really does. So when, as soon as you're hating from outside the club, Ty, mm-hmm. any decisions you make from then on are going to be bad decisions. And totally, clearly we saw that once um, someone yelled, Dan's a bitch. <laughs> Dan's a bitch. Yeah, dude. But that like, didn't happen, apparently, so maybe we don't even have to talk about that. 
And at a certain point in the night, you get kicked out, and like now you're just a vampire of the night. Vampires of the night. And uh, <laughs> bad things happen after two a.m. You know. That's true. Demon time. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get kicked out, do you just go home? Like, what do you do when you get kicked out of an activation? Well, Usually, it's late. You know, you've probably thrown a drink or two, and you now you're on the street. Do you go mm-hmm. home, or do you find the next spot? The ma- I have this masculine urge if I am forcibly removed from that venue to then go seek revenge passively by having a better time somewhere else. So I will go to extreme lengths in order to do that, even if I'm just popping oh someone off. So that's I really get, funny. I get the headspace. Yeah, it's really funny that you are so passive aggressive and beta about it. It's like, oh yeah, well, I'm just gonna go have fun at home. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean. My favorite thing to do is to take my sweet time leaving the venue, like drag your heels on the way out of there and then be making fun of the like establishment the entire way out. It's like, this place fucking smells like piss anyway. Like the music sucks, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, you know, the bottle girls aren't even, or the bottle girls are pregnant or whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I felt last night when the uh, security was starting to kick people out of the venue, but I, I didn't want to leave because I was wrapped in the warm embrace of Jason's hug, who has the wingspan <laughs> of like a 747. Yeah. I think we were the only people that night who Jason chased down to give a hug to. And I appreciated cool. that. Yeah, yeah. I did appreciate that as well. He was um, taller than I expected. I knew he was tall, Ty, but he, I think he's literally twice his height. <laughs> yeah, no, my neck hurt after we left. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need to rub back here. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, shout out to how long gone uh, militia, mm-hmm. the goners, and yeah, I think uh, we have a few goners coming over now after uh, leaking a building post post event last night so shout out to the new listeners thank you for joining us today uh yeah, welcome to you, think uh, fresh nation <laughs> two we got at least two honorary new breadheads in the, in the building um mm-hmm. yeah if you're listening to this for the first time because of last night talking to us last night welcome and um i hope you realize that this is about 20 percent subway 80 percent everything else Mm, all matters of cultural interest and if you are new to think fresh podcast make sure to follow us on instagram uh that's the only platform we're using at this point and make sure to scoop up the code breadhead12 and head over to blendjet.com to purchase your own <laughs> portable blender blendjet2 we'll get you 15 percent off oh sorry 12 percent. one for every inch yeah, we, we had the opportunity to get you a better discount, but we actually thought it would be more brand compelling to just give you the 12. Yeah, it's um, more symbolic. Yeah, exactly. So code BREADHEAD12, blendjet.com, you know the deal. They got, some other, they got some other promos going on right now too. So hop over there, link in, link in the description probably. Perhaps. <laughs> Click around. <laughs> exactly. Click around and find out is a funny, like, internet mantra. (laughs) Yeah, I like that a lot. That's a potential episode name, Ty. Perfect. (laughs) On that note, Eric, let's shut her down and get this weekend going. Absolutely. Talk to you on Tuesday. Ciao. Thank, Thank you, breadheads. Ciao.